spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using, and of course... Twitch.tv slash UpNextPodcast and YouTube.com slash UpNext. Yes, hello. Welcome uh, podcast listeners, YouTube, Twitch viewers, whatever, replay viewers. Mm. However you're consuming the BDE, let the BDE consume you. Welcome. Hello. Yeah, it was uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, so we are thankful for all of you. For all of you, and all of you especially, who go to patreon.com slash up next and subscribe. Five bucks a month gets you so much. Now, from now on, you can sign up whenever. You could sign up on October the 30th, and whereas before, you'd only have two days worth of material, and then you'd get charged again. Now, you get a whole month from whenever you sign up. So we're thankful for those people, and for that option now. Yeah, be thankful to yourself and get yourself a gift that keeps on giving. Patreon.com slash up. ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next yeah. as well. We're thankful for those people. Someone bought a, a hoodie the other day. You know why? Because you know what we said last week? We said that... Buy uh, a fucking hoodie. Is that what we you said? You might want to... If, if, if you're a deep up next oh, fan... Oh, true. You may want to sweep up some of our merchandise mm. before it's too late. Yeah. That's right. You know what happens when the PWT store goes down? They're going to the Fed. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to New York. Exactly. That's what we're doing, too. Exactly. It means we might have some new stuff. But ribbit, ribbit. That's right. That's there all we, we can say. Follow the not-so-white rabbit, but mm. we're working on that part. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's uh, Tuesday night, and uh, we watched some NXT, and we're going to talk about it because we are your NXT friends. Friends. And uh, it seems like we're running a, an Airbnb BDE uh, lately because we got <laughs> friends from all over who were, who were here, who have gone, and now... Brandon from New Jersey and John Cena are on our couch now. 
It is, yeah. Well, this one's is, in the Lazy Boy. But. This is like week, week, what, three of, of people. We're running a hostel here. Uh, we've got people coming next week as well. It's and crazy. And our, our landlord's about to kick us out as well. That's <laughs> great time. So patreon.com slash <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, AEW's in town mm-hmm. tomorrow night. Some, some bookkeeping here before we chat about NXT. Uh, AEW is making their Canadian debut and uh, they're showing up at the Coca-Cola Arena on Wednesday and Thursday. If you're listening to this, and it may not be too late, join us for the after party of Dynamite in Toronto at Sneaky D's. Doors will be open at 11, so by the time you leave the arena, by any means, taking the streetcar up Bathurst or taking an Uber or whatever, we'll have wrestling karaoke, wrestling-themed drinks. We got the, the handshaking team bringing some prizes. We got Demand Lucha giving me tickets to give away to a lucky winner who's looking to go to that show next week. We got a ton Everyone of Everyone giving away Rampage tickets. <laughs> <laughs> come to Rampage. Come to both nights. Uh, but yeah, Sneaky D's after Dynamite. Come hang out. Follow the socials and stuff. Our DMs are open if you need to figure out how to get there, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, treat yourself for just, for just eight bucks, which in these days, in this city, eight Bucks for a cocktail is pretty damn good. Treat yourself to a buckshot lariat cocktail. Yeah. Treat yourself to a poison rana cocktail. Ooh. Or maybe if you're feeling a little uh, a froggy. little froggy, yeah, <laughs> ribbit ribbit, and you you want to kind of just try something dealer's choice. Well, it's AEW theme. We have the Joker as well. Who yeah. will be the Joker? What will be the Joker? This was quite a success at our last tailgate party yeah. for SummerSlam. Uh, those years ago where we had the Royal Rumble shot where we're bringing it back but we're putting a little all elite spin on it yeah. with our Joker shot so when you do a shot you don't know what you're getting because it's exactly. like the Royal Rumble like the Joker Rumble so that's pretty good what's in the Buckshot Lariat because that thing was awesome you drop a shot of bourbon in a Red Bull I uh, think it I was I believe so I, I don't have my phone oh okay right and then uh, the Poison Ron was just something that sounds delicious it was like all these different like, oh we got the red rum as well oh the red which rum which is like spice rum and fireball oh which shit which is pretty right. pretty damn tasty as well yeah so come out hang out at Sneaky D's if you're visiting out of town Sneaky D's is the spot uh, get some nachos afterwards and you won't regret it but we're gonna be hanging out having a ball from uh, 11 to like 2 2.30 on Wednesday night uh, and then hey if you are going to Rampage uh, DM us if you're going to both shows we will be hanging around the city we might be checking out the Rhino. We might be checking out a few different spots. So just DM us and let us know. Our plan is to end up at uh, local before the show tomorrow. Just yeah. look it up. It's in Liberty Village, very close to the arena. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bar crawl of our, our own yeah. just before. So hopefully we see as many of you as possible on the way. Uh, you know, have a few drinks with us. You might feel a little sleepy. Head over to Tim Horton. Say hello to John and Way. Perfect. I, I'm going to get one with them because I will definitely need it uh, with our with knowing our days of having fun before wrestling shows. But yeah, uh, if you're local and visiting for these shows, we're super excited about that and can't wait. And we have some of our listeners and some of our friends visiting. And uh, well, some of them are on our couch right now. But we're we're super. That's the fun stuff for us. Uh, wrestling's a lot of fun. We're super excited for AEW. We will be doing a show sometime on Thursday. Kind of maybe chatting about our experience uh, after Dynamite and so forth. But uh, so BD Elite won't be tomorrow night and stuff. But hey, come check out all the stuff. We're going to be having a ton of fun. Follow our socials for updates on on all the fun. But it doesn't stop there because oh, no. oh man, there's some crazy stuff happening in the world of post wrestling and up next because we're not only going to Dynamite in Toronto. That wasn't enough. It seems like we're going full gear. We are going full. Gear, yes, it is. We are coming up to the fifth anniversary 
of post-wrestling. Wow. And, well, we're celebrating in style because we thought we can only celebrate in, like, the most beautiful place on Earth. Disney World. New Jersey. Oh, right. Yeah. We will be in Newark <laughs> at, uh, at the QXT nightclub. Uh, so, yes, I got it right. Wow. That was off the top of my head. The QXT nightclub for post-wrestling's fifth anniversary. Uh, John and Way are doing their live show. And we will also... We're, we're opening. We're the openers. Is we this did such a great job at Way's wedding, wedding that uh, that we're on hosting duty as well. Isn't that crazy? He he saw how good we were at, at opening up, getting the crowd all nice and lubricated for his wedding there, and then we're gonna do the same thing we're for John do and Way. The same thing. So we're gonna be opening for John and Way in New York, New Jersey, Newark. We're gonna be doing a, a great live show with these guys. This is gonna be so much fun. We are beyond honored and humbled to be even a part of this. But post-wrestling is forever, and if you're thinking of making the jump, you want the opportunity to hang out with post-wrestling and all the listeners, all the fans, this is it. This is it. Jump. Go to Full Gear. Come hang out beforehand There's at this show. a lot of people coming to this. We can't even a tell you. A lot of the post family will hopefully be there. Yeah. And, well, if you like our, our games that kind of blew up during, during the pandemic. Up Next our, Mania. Up Next Manias, or Up Next Summers. Well... If you were someone who was disappointed that maybe there weren't enough videos at Up Next Summer Mania oh, this yeah. year, well, now you can see us with your own eyes by yeah. going in person. The BD Championship will be on the line in Newark. Uh, we didn't even tell him yet. Well, he's, uh, he's, he's hearing it here uh, first. He, he's in our company. If, <laughs> if we're booking him, we'll strip him of that title. Yes, we are going to be doing one of our games. Uh, and we've been wanting to do one of these in person yes. since, since these kind of started kicking off and growing and things. So yes. we're really looking forward to bring one of these to uh, a really cool nightclub by Dude, the looks of it. Robert Pearson, who is, I mean, if you're a longtime post listener, or he's worked with both of us uh, post and for up next. I mean, Robert is just the guy. He is fantastic. And this whole thing seems awesome. And I will say, if you are a huge fan of post, huge fan of us up next, and you are you are going to full gear, I mean, no brainer, you're showing up, but maybe you're on the fence of going to full gear. Now this this got to tip it over to, to make the trip because this is going to be a ton of fun. Not only are we going to be hanging out all Saturday doing that show, then probably going to full gear. Most likely we don't have a ticket yet, but we'll, we'll figure that part out. And then uh, we're going to be in there hanging around in New York and all that stuff. So, I mean, like this is going to be an absolute trip, especially for like anyone who's loving the post-wrestling world, for sure. So I'm so excited about this. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah. A wow. live show. I'm really excited. Hell yeah. Shout As, out John away. And shout out Brandon from New Jersey. He's just snoring. Snoring on our in our right background. That's, that's two weeks that's of our two, friends. Are we that bad? Are we that boring? That he or is was it asleep. that comfy, that couch? Yeah, that's all right. He fell asleep. It better be because he's sleeping on it all week. Yeah, he's so. sleeping on it later too. Yeah. Uh, he, he did fall asleep during uh, the bulk of NXT tonight. Yes. So, but he was on a flight, that long flight that long from, flight from Philly. Philly to to Toronto. <laughs> it's called Brandon from New Jersey and he doesn't even live in New Jersey. Yeah. What a crook. Uh, so yeah, guys, we got a lot going on and if you're either in Toronto or New York, those two things coming up and we would love to see you and hang out with all of you and uh, I mean, smoke them if you got them. New Jersey, Newark, let's go. Let's mm. have a fun time uh, in full gear. Uh, Brandon's waking up now. It's fine. Uh, so uh, we we do we do uh, other housekeeping stuff. I mean, we're we're gonna be t doing so much wrestling watching this week. We're going to Dynamite. We're going to Rampage. Uh, we might be the only people going to Rampage because the only there's nothing advertised except you will hear Judas because Jericho's on commentary. Yes, so excited for that. So, but excited. you know what? 
You can also hear Judas at Sneaky D's because right. we're going to be doing group karaoke for that yeah, song. Yeah, Judas 100%. will be definitely... Yeah, and Maven's theme. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's going to be a ton of fun. I will say if you are a fan of us, you should check out our Patreon because last week we put out a fantastic array of shows because we did a best match ever EO Shirai, EO Sky, whatever you want to call her, it's okay. Uh, a bunch of chat about her stardom run and some Lucha Underground featuring Karen Peterson from Post Wrestling and PWI and we had a hell of a show nerding out over some pro wrestling and the best matches of Io Shirai's career so that was just a, a great podcast uh, and I would love people to check it out because I thought we, we killed it all three of us we just had a great chat absolutely and while we're on the subject of Karen I joined her last night for, uh, for her show Restoros okay. that's where uh, she has her wrestling friends come on and talks all about Westeros, all about House of the Dragon. Wow. Uh, I joined her to talk about episode eight of House of the Dragon last night. And you can find that by going to her YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Karen Peterson. Excellent. She was fantastic. We definitely got to do that best match ever. Kyrie. It's coming. Down the 100%. line. She's down as well. So that was a fun show. Hey, if you like some of our spooky movie reviews, well, we did a review of Hocus Pocus and... The new Disney Plus se- movie, sorry, not series, Disney Plus movie, Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, we ran amok and chatted all about the Sanderson sisters coming back from the grave. A virgin lit the black flame mm. candle. One way or another, it was going to come. Yeah. Anyway, it, wasn't, it was going to happen, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's another review up there. But hey, five bucks for North American Tier gets you everything. Everything in that back catalog, including all the past reviews, everything going on, including everything else coming up. So go sign up. It's only five bucks. Uh, it does us a lot. We could really use your help and support yes. and love. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's a it's a pretty happy day. I'd also say uh, happy Blink One Eighty Two Day. Apparently, that just they're, seems they're back together. That just seems what it is now. Nice. Uh, Mark Hoppus beats cancer, and Tom DeLonge. Uh, the aliens told him to get back. With Blink, so I guess that's what happened. Amazing. And they're back together. They're making new music, and they're going to tour. So tour with Rise Against, with Rise Against, Turnstiles, awesome. and yeah, uh, that's nice. that tour sounds crazy. So that should be pretty sweet. But yeah, that's it's the the world seems to be like all right. That's a good positive because Mark Hoppus, a lot of fans were like, it was it was looking a little hairy there for a second, mm-hmm. and and then now like it's good news. So that's pretty awesome. Um, and then I was thinking of something. Oh, we were we were deciding on skipping the show if Iron Maiden tickets dropped. And then it turns out that all these AEW wrestlers are there right now. We're like, ah, could be there right now. Oh well, uh, Jericho. Jericho, yeah, for there, sure, for sure, and yeah. taking everyone along. Yeah, that would be a fun time. Awesome. Uh, also, uh, before we kind of jump into NXT, some wrestling talk. I I tuned into Extreme Rules because mm. I had to follow the White Rabbit. And I mean, as we all kind of assumed, Bray Wyatt showed up. What did you uh, think of that? Yeah, I thought the the Bray reveal was, I mean, we, we all kind of knew it was coming, but I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I really liked the way they did it. You had that Triple H signature uh, end of the show stamp in the corner, then the lights flicker. Uh, the crowd were awesome. Like, that pop was great. And I thought I, I thought everything, like this this whole build with the QR codes and uh, the way Way has broken it down on uh, Rewind of Raw and SmackDown yeah. every week has been very entertaining. Uh, I thought it was really well done. The question is now how you follow up with that. And and I think that's what's going to be interesting. And I'm definitely going to be interested to see what they do with Bray Wyatt moving forward. And hopefully this time it works because we were there at SummerSlam when he had his Fiend debut. That And that entrance was, oh, awesome. was awesome. And you're like, this is going to be great. And that kind of petered out pretty quickly. 
we're in a new regime now. Um, we've it's it. Rob Fee, this uh, director of long-term sure, yeah. uh, storytelling, is is in the company who's working very closely with Bray. Uh, he's apparently been responsible for a lot of these QR code and stuff. Um, him and Bray, yeah, I, I'd be really interested to see how this works moving forward. I'm quite excited. But uh, overall, I, I quite enjoyed the show. I thought the, the Donnybrook match was awesome. That was probably my match of the night. Really fun. Yeah, I, I also watched, me and Dickie hung out and watched SmackDown where uh, Walter, and sorry, Gunther and Sheamus. Yeah. That was a pretty good match. And the tap out was interesting. It kind of, it, it split the room, yeah. you know, like, oh, okay. Kind of like it, kind of don't, also kind of weird. Uh, but the Donnybrook was fun. It was good. It, it reminded me of those, you know, Shield Wyatt matches back yeah. in the day, which was just a complete crazy brawl going everywhere. Yeah. I, I really like that. It's kind of, it's now with that questionable tap and with Seamus getting the win over this, you've now got the room to do the third one. Uh, I kind of like to see them hold it off. Yeah. WrestleMania. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I actually personally really enjoyed the fight pit. I heard quite a few negative things about yeah. it, but I actually really got into that. And that, that sent on was just, ridiculous yeah i don't know how like, he wrestled I, the next I time. was i was worried for i thought he got injured that. doing that senton it like i don't know it's i feel the same whenever i see like the coup de gras or stuff like that how do you do that and not yeah. hurt the guy that was just thud it's it made a loud cracking sound. sound like his his thigh or his ass or oh. tailbone or something i didn't know i didn't know how he got up and then wrestled on raw but i actually did not like that match no no i did not hit for the for me, like as, as the the older one that we've seen, I feel like there was two before, right? In NXT. We had Thatcher and Champer and Thatcher and Richards. I felt like it was a lot of like like just okay, now do this thing. Now it was it, it was lacking something, and and also like the crowd were already like, wait, are we not getting Bray Wyatt, or is mm-hmm. he interfering in this match? And they started chanting for that, and like not saying that took me out, but I definitely like some of the the other wrestling on the I show. I think, yeah, I I I would like to see. I do. I wouldn't write off the fight pit. I, I like the gimmick. For sure, I yeah. think it's a cool-looking structure. Um, I I like that you have a match which is just like knockout or submission. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I probably agree. I think I did prefer some of those NXT fight pits, but I still got into it. Um, I also watched the next day, so I wasn't watching like the whole thing in one go, which sure. I think does help because I... Yeah. Going a bit fresher. I fell asleep during the I Quit match and woke up. I, lo- and, I actually really enjoyed the end of the I Quit. I woke up right as right as uh, Dominic was beating the shit out of. It was long, Ray. but I thought they actually did a really good job. I think they've done a great job with Judgment Day, which I completely wrote off at one point. Yeah, uh, I thought that the end of that I Quit match was pretty pretty good. I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, I did have fun with it. Yeah, I mean the Bray Wyatt thing is is super cool just because they it's spooky season, so what a great time to kind of mm-hmm. bring that whole thing back. But there were so many different layers I found in that thing. I mean, people online are like definitely giving their takes on it. I mean, the door reminded me of Brody Lee's entrance in AEW. I've, I've seen that picture side yeah. by side, which and then is pretty cool. Also, the the one mask with the witch's veil over yeah. is Brody's mask yeah. for when he was the Bludgeon Brother. So like that's also really cool. Uh, there's definitely like little layers, and then he showed up wearing that new mask. That, that he takes off the, the white rabbit mouth yeah mask basically the white rabbit mask now and that looks exactly like that new movie that movie that came out recently the black phone mm. with ethan hawk he wears this mask that's right yeah so i i found out that's the same guys who made the fiend stuff the same guys who made that mask for that movie also ma- continuing cool. working all together with this stuff and uh then I, it inspired me to watch the black phone last night i was like oh now oh, i kind of want to watch how it was it 
It was pretty good. It wasn't I exactly what I remember seeing the trailer and I was yeah. interested by the trailer. You know what? It was pretty good. It wasn't like, uh, like blow me away, but it had some c- cool stuff. Ethan Hawke has slowly becoming like horror He just does horror. Yeah. And he's, he's really good. He's actually the best part. Like he's so creepy. But Bray Wyatt's c- totally using that new mask that kind of looks like that. But in the movie, there's like different masks for different emotions. Mm. So I'm wondering if he brings that into play with... Like he's I, already got different characters. I, yeah, I, I kind of feel that his whole entrance with the showing the old characters, showing the fun house being abandoned, yeah, and then the final reveal of the fiend. I felt it was him kind of leaving that sure behind, yeah, maybe. And it's something you. I mean, it's it's wrestling. You can always yeah down the line bring the fiend back or whatever. Um, but I, I'm interested to see the new direction. Where, where would you? So he's going to be on SmackDown. It's revealed. What would you do as like his first? feud i mean the 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 people are saying you know they want to see like there's the the group of them Mm. that the the masks and the characters like is that gonna eventually lead to different people the wyatt six of different people or is bray just gonna all of a sudden wrestle is he just gonna show up is he gonna speak because the promo on nxt tonight was like uh what does he have in store for wwe so Mm. does it mean he's gonna talk or a video or something along those lines Like eventually he'll need a program of some sort yeah and I, i wonder if he is there's this wyatt six thing people are talking about maybe that's the best way to do it kind of he recruits people by beating them because i don't want to Mm. see him anywhere near roman yet yeah i don't want to see him anywhere near gunther we need bow so we need a bow leave so it's what do you actually do with him what characters are there on smackdown that uh he can kind of that that's always what's been the problem with this this character no the problem with bray wyatt is uh he was never a good wrestler and I hope after being away, maybe he found some time to I wouldn't to say he wasn't that. a good wrestler. It's, I just, it's a certain style. Yeah. It's very like Mick Foley-esque, you know? It, it's brawling. It's the big guy. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it wouldn't you, suit Bray Wyatt to be doing 450s and no, I'm not. Runners. I'm not saying that makes you a good wrestler. I'm just saying like outside, don't without naming Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt at that mm. one Royal Rumble, what's your favorite Bray Wyatt match? No, I, I completely agree yeah. with you. I wouldn't say that means he's a bad wrestler, though. I think it's always been the problem with his character, sure. especially during that especially Fiend, especially the fiend, fiend yeah. time. And I think when you build up a character so supernatural and whatever, it's like, well, uh, we can't really beat him. But then we're like, once you've got him, put a title on him or whatever, you're kind of handcuffed. Yeah. And that's always what's been... A problem, and I almost feel like what helped the Undertaker, I felt, was the American badass. Sure, it actually turned. Oh, let's make this guy human for three years, and we see more of the human side. It would he make does more, more sense. human stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can lose because he's he's not supernatural. Yeah, and then once that luster wore off, he was already kind of a legend then, and you could do the dead man gimmick sparingly, and it it, it worked. He was a hybrid taker then. And I think that's maybe what Brain needs is to maybe be humanized. Be grounded again. Be grounded, 100%. I, I, think, uh, I think that with his thing, like the whole, like everything spooky and stuff, it is such an easy draw to bring non, like non-hardcore fans, like casual fans. Yeah. Instantly goes, A, like, oh, I know who that guy is, so that's cool. Or B, like, what is this? This looks cool, spooky mm. shit. Like it is a part that draws people in always. It always has, it always will. And he's he kills it with the visuals, like... 
any of the, the the creative stuff that is that he has like is so good. And you know, we we do all the horror movie reviews and stuff. Mm. He looks like there should be a, like this guy who they brought in is working on this movie and stuff. Yeah, that, we 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 were saying about about the fiend like this should be a movie like yeah. see no evil like Kane evil and stuff. But. Uh, I, I am interested to see where it goes. I, I do think going more of a human guy, because in the movie The Black Phone, it's just a guy who wears a mask. It's not right. supernatural. He's not supernatural. I mean, yeah, I almost think when we talk about, and this is a really weird comparison, but Orange Cassidy. Yeah. What 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 is it? Is this guy lazy or is he doing this lazy shit to, to fuck up his opponents exactly. and put them off? So that's what I feel with Bray. Is Bray actually supernatural or is he just really good at trickery yeah. and stuff to, to like freak yeah. you out and do this thing he's not magic yeah but he's good at like playing mind games yeah if you will and and, and i'm interested to see where it goes he, he's been good at you know the storylines and stuff like that but uh, there has been a lot of bad stuff but it's a new era triple we'll h see. era we'll, we'll see. see where he can go with this i mean that he's not the only return we had brock lesnar return we did he's coming back and we've got uh the as I dub the the luckiest fucking guys in wrestling, the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers <laughs> have landed another. They're like cockroaches. Another big contract. <laughs> they like, just keep coming. What the fuck. I mean, don't stop I, on them. I, They'll stay with you. No, I I respect Luke. <laughs> oh, we so much. We respect how, both of them. How have they? How have they fucking managed this again? You gotta you gotta pour <laughs> one up. You gotta cheers, salute to the Good Carl Brothers. Carl Anderson. He's like. I work for WWE and New Japan. And what? I'm Carl Anderson. I just like how in interviews they were like, yeah, we asked Impact for more money and purposely didn't work. Like purposely like didn't care about the matches we did. Just like took the money from it's, them. It's like, th- oh this man. This is like, they are Kevin Nash of the modern Bless day. Bless them. I, I love them. Yeah. But- Dr- dream rotation. Dream blunt rotation is so, us and the Good Brothers. <laughs> so what? Carl Anderson, uh, well, the Good Brothers debuted on Raw yesterday, uh, siding with AJ Styles, Bullet reuniting Club. the OC. And Finn, what, Finn's reaction, he was so shook. He was so shook. Yeah. Um, but Carl Anderson is your never open weight champion. Forbidden door. And will be defending the title, I've heard. Yeah. Is he, he's, he's defending the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, against Hikaleo. Oh, right? I thought he was facing Master Wado. No, that's ah, Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, the Forbidden Door might open in a different company now. So who, like, yeah, what, what, what would that forbidden door be? What do you want to see? Uh, Roman Reigns, Shingo Takagi, or Roman Reigns. You can't do Roman Okada because one guy has to lose. Mm. Uh, so, you know, New Japan doesn't care if Shingo ever loses a match. So just do that, man. No, Shingo, Shingo Sheamus at this point. Shingo Gunther. I, I want, yeah, Shingo Gunther. I want Ishii Sheamus Gunther. Seamus Ishii. Ishii. Yeah, Seamus uh, Ishii. I'd want Cena Tanahashi. Come Cena, on, I that's... think, no, I think you do Roman Tanahashi. I don't think Cena would do it now. But, I mean, Cena Tana would be the better oh, is Is Tana that guy now? Yeah. We won't is. give Punk Okada. We'll yeah. give you Tana. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly But it. Cena, Cena Tanahashi. Okada, Randy Orton, or are they the same person? Okada, Randy would be good. Okada, Randy. Uh, Seth Ospreay. Seth Ospreay would be crazy. That'd you know, they good. already tweet each other and stuff. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Look, the forbidden, Tony's losing it. Tony's, Gato, Gato was just over in New York, in, in the States. Remember ch- chatting to Tony? We weren't sure why. He was saying his, he was, he was dotting the contracts. It's over. I'm opening the doors, the forbidden windows elsewhere. Sorry. And you, we could have, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ujiro, Baron Corbin. Yeah. So you know what match not to watch. Exactly. Yeah. Go to the washroom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Wow. Dream booking WWE. 
Forbidden door. Danielson's definitely going back to WWE after his contract's <laughs> up. And he's like, oh, I can be in the G1 and in WWE. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if uh, he'll sign that uh, John Moxley contract. Whew. Don't think so. I think Triple H and him have been real texty DME. <laughs> Triple H send, sends him memes. He's like, hey, Daniel, how's your little club? <laughs> uh, Daniel, uh, I, I was just learning. Uh, can you help me out with this uh, vegan recipe I was trying to? Like, he's just trying to schmooze with him, just really get in, get back in his good books so that Dan- Brian just goes, come on home, Brian. Come on home. Yeah. Be on Total Divas again. Wow. Look at the look at the fickle wrestling fans we are. Turning <laughs> on AEW in a tip of a just we're going to the shows this tomorrow, but we're really upset of how they've kind of handled their their so-called big debut. Just in bring Kenny back tomorrow, and I'll, Kenny I'll shows shut up, up. We'll you'll we'll eat everything we said right now. Kenny shows up, we're back. Yeah. He'll he literally will clean the mud off yeah. their lame and get them out of the mud, but that won't happen. Hey, but don't be down. We're going to hit Judas on rampage. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's enough chitter chatter. Shall we get into some NXT? Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up that you know uh, Matt Taven is a is a oh. open what is it free agent free agent Matt Taven hottest free agent in wrestling today Matt Taven former is World that going to be Stack's opponent opponent next week Could are Matt Taven and Tony D'Angelo friends I don't think are Cameron so. Grimes and Tony and uh, Matt Taven I want the, I want the kingdom in WWE Matt Taven and Mike Bennett Could be lit will be teaming up with Grimes next week they better stay as a unit the three of them Maria. Bennett and mm. Taven, and I think they could show up somewhere. I hope it's not AEW because there's just no fucking room for any new people there. Let's yeah. focus on the people you got. So yeah, uh, and then uh, there was some NXT names at uh, some some dark tapings or sorry main event tapings at WWE in Brooklyn because Von Wagner wrestled in the what's the arena there Barclays Center Barclays Center he wrestled I saw but also Carmelo Hayes mm. had a match there as well. Something tells me you'll be seeing Carmelo Hayes headline a few shows at the Barclays Center in the future. I would put money uh, on. Yeah, I, I think Melo is certainly Von have, Wagner have this, too. Have this ladder match. <laughs> have this ladder match and then move up. Move uh, up. Von Wagner. I mean, yeah, that that's someone for uh, for Okada right there for our Forbidden Door. Right, of course. How could I forget? He's an incredible wrestler. He is. Never forget. Uh, I had this terrible dream that Booker T was on commentary oh, for NXT, and then I woke up. We started the show and shucky ducky quack quack, my dream slash nightmare came true. The first words he said on this show were shucky ducky quack quack. Boy, I was just getting back into this show, and then you just yeah. I I think Wade and Michael Cole is uh, I I feel good for Wade. I've I've liked him on commentary. Pour one out. I think pour one out. (laughs) Um, Whether this is just temporary until Pat's back after like college football season. I watched a bit of Raw uh, last night. Kevin Patrick, he's fine. I don't think he has like that. I don't know. He doesn't have that exciting voice, yeah. you know, that I want from a, a call. Yeah. Um, it's that's what I'm lacking from him. Uh, but no, I like the SmackDown team. Uh, Vic has definitely grown on me over time. But sure. oh boy, Booker T. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a fan of Booker T. I used to love him as a kid in wrestling. I, I think he's hilarious. I do genuinely am a fan of Booker T. And Bad Bunny has a song named after him. He's fantastic. But I do not like his commentary. And I can be complete. I'm a huge, huge Booker fan. Love him. Do this not like his show, commentary. It reminded me of uh, when Jerry Lawler filled in on Raw recently. Okay. When it's just, you can tell he does zero research. You didn't watch this doesn't show? doesn't talk to anyone. 
You could have uh, hit okay, us up. Could have sent my this, notes. These changes just happened in the last week. So yeah. if he doesn't watch this show, maybe he hasn't had a lot of time. But know something about these people. Later, one of his own students, Indy Hartwell, is in a match. And Vic asks him, like, oh, so you trained Indy. Like, what can you, what do you know about her? He was like, and say a word. He, Did I? He was stumped. Oh. There was so much of this show where, where Vic, you could see him, Vic like, him holding him his, his hand, leading yeah. him through, trying to help him. Like, bless him. And first it's first like, night oh, Rob Breaker, but... cool. Phew. I can talk about the Steiner brothers for the whole match. Um, everything else is like, oh, yeah. this kid. I don't like this kid. I like this kid. Hey, this look, kid. It's, this kid. It's literally the first show, but it it was it was sticking out for me at least. Like it was it was definite. Like okay, wait, do you even have you ever watched this show? Mm. Did anyone since this change give you like a PowerPoints of who is who? Like what? WWE has a media page. They have a website. You can click the website and go to the roster and click them and it actually tells Le- you about who, them. who's on the show tonight. Right. Let's let's learn these faces, these names. This was the first time he, he saw these people coming out. Yeah. It felt like he didn't even talk. Like when that's how it felt like. I, I remember that Impact pay per view last year where Tom Hannafin, like he was just changing it and he was thrown in the deep end. He was yeah. calling this pay per view. And the amount of research that guy must have done, he yeah. knew fucking everything yeah. going on. Sorry, this is your job. Like, sure, yeah. we'll give you a few weeks, but to call everyone in this show, oh, this kid, this kid, this kid. Like, do you know these people? No. There was just so many of him going, yeah. Like, don't, not knowing what to, to say. It just felt really like you literally didn't know what yeah. was going on. That, that's the vibe I got from this. And again, the, big Booker fan. The but. guy, I mean, I know he's play-by-play, but... Um, uh, Sudu Shah, yeah. we had last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does level up. He probably knows more than anyone. Yeah, so I mean, he... Okay, he's yeah. play-by-play and you need a color guy, but I'm sure there are other people there who um, who could do... It's just so left better. field. I don't know why it's I don't know why it's Booker T. I, I think there's so many other options. Even I, even wrestlers you have that are maybe yeah. injured or, or something it's right now. Re- it, it's, really, it's really out there. He's never even been mentioned on NXT before. He, do- he clearly doesn't watch the show. I just... If, there's so many different moments throughout the show that I was like, what? Yeah. There's this, while we're on it, I'll just say it now. There's a specific moment in a match when, uh, Idris Anelfe does the, the Booker T pose before he does like a spinning dance move, almost like the spinner Rooney. But while he's doing it and pointing to Booker T like, Hey, like I'm doing this for you. Booker wasn't looking and was talking to Vic Joseph about how these kids don't have it yet. Uh, from what I've seen, they don't. They yeah, look like they're not ready this move yet. Where he's like posing and he's and like, ah, oh, they're posing. Booker but, goes off about, and it, it's not. It didn't sound in an ironic yeah. way. You know when people deliberately exactly. Oh, I'd never do that. He was literally not looking because he's talking to Vic about ah, oh, these oh, showboating kids. Time. Well, be the guys, him. you're the, known for doing a spinner. He's book. literally pointing at you, Booker. Like, yo, like I'm doing this for you, and Booker didn't see him do. Yeah. It was like, what the? You're just missing. Everything yeah. uh, just felt he sucked. I, it, f- f- like first week, and we're being harsh, but like that, it was it was really bad. It's not his first week ever commenting. No, though. fair enough. You know, yeah, like yeah. he was on yeah. Raw and SmackDown for quite a, a long time. Yeah. Um, do your research. Yeah. Like he, I, I feel he just showed up today. All right. Vic. I wanted to get. I want him to get better. I, I used to like back in the day when he first joined commentary. I thought he was really funny, but like, and again, I've been fan of him for a long time. But man, uh, just was not. It, we. I was puzzled by a lot of the things that he mm. he said and didn't say on this show because it's like, wait, have you watched this before? Do you know what this is? Do yeah. you know they're filming? Do you know? What well, you're doing? I've always found when I've I've heard him in interviews and stuff, he he's someone that seems to form an opinion without really necessarily watching sure or, you know you yeah. know like yeah that, that's what i've always found i want him to get better i, I want uh, he him won't to... he won't he sucks <laughs> um well 
let's get into the show. We open NXT October 11th, 2022 from the Capital Wrestling Center with our champion, Bron Breaker, coming out to face Javier Bernal. Who? There we go. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I was not sure who he was, and I was like, fuck, who's this guy fighting today? He's oh, the yeah. guy in that new Werewolf by Night movie. Javier Bardem? Uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> during Javier's entrance, JD McDonough comes out and joins commentary. Uh, JD had quite a good line here where he looks at um, Vic and, and Booker and says, oh, we have a full deck here. The Ace, the King, and the Joker at the end. Uh, I did like that line, yes. Uh, we get some gut wrench slams from Bron. Uh, JD is just both running down Bron and Dragonoff. He says Dragonoff is like a Greek statue, pale and got no arms. Uh, Bron knocks down Javi with a big clothesline, uh, then uh, hits a belly-to-belly suplex on uh, Bernal, and Javi was super close to just landing on his head. You almost called him Javier Bardem. I did. I, <laughs> I'm going to keep doing close. it till you it's do it. <laughs> uh, Javier, I'll just call him Javi. Uh, Javi comes back with these forearms, and then Bron picks him out midair with a big spine buster and hits the military press power slam for the easy win here. Yeah. There's something good about Bron does the what Goldberg used to do when he does that move. He chokes you first, looks yeah. at you like, I'm going to kill you. And then He's clearly press. a Goldberg fan. Yeah. He's got the tattoo. And yeah, and the everything. spear and everything. And that, that military press power slam. Dad, Rick Steiner, I love you, but I love Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was exactly what it needed to be. Bron just crushing him really quick, but... Uh, yeah, I love the the belly to belly and that power slam. I thought JD was quite good on commentary as well. I thought he had he didn't like overdo it, yeah. but had some good one liners in yeah, there. Yeah, he's he's quick. After the match, McDonough gets into the ring and Dragonoff's music hits. Uh, they face to face, and JD just punches him in the face. Dragonoff tries to come back with his like running headbutt, the torpedo Moscow, but JD gets out the way and he takes out Bron. Oh. oh no, I didn't mean to do that. You're a good guy. Oh no. And well, uh, what will happen? It's it's all broken down here. Yeah. Um, we see Alba Fire in a little video who says, in less than two weeks, she scorches the Empire Mandy built. And uh, if JC and Gigi are looking for revenge, uh, but she is a firekeeper and she will burn them down. Because when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Smoke yeah. him if you got him. Uh, yeah. It's more of her talking about fire. fire making fire, fire quotes. Keepers, she should just literally write down every song about that has lyrics about fire. And then every promo just put it into this the promo. This girl is on fire. Yeah. Anything like that. <laughs> um, well, let's go to the match. I was definitely looking forward to the most on this show. Hell yeah. And it 100% lived up. Uh, Axiom taking on Nathan Fraser in the third match of their uh, best of three series, where the winner will be inserted into the North American Championship ladder match at Halloween Havoc. It's a best of so-and-so matches series. So, you know, Booker T would have the absolute best knowledge on that, but did not bring that up whatsoever. Considering his opponent in those matches, maybe don't blame him on that one. Thought I'd bring that up, but yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, this match was... Awesome. Uh, uh, instantly the highlight of the night. I mean, if you haven't checked out, we've, we've covered their, the last two, and they, they were pretty good, and we were definitely excited for this. I think both of us were on the same page that this should have, A, been on just the pay-per-view, because mm. this is probably a better match than anything that might happen on that pay-per-view, just because I, I did love this. But also, the winner of this is added to the ladder match, when I think both of them should just be in the ladder As match. As the match went on, I was just hoping for some sort of draw. Like when a, would you hope even, for they that? They even tease a double pin yeah. in the match, yeah. but just 
Uh, yeah, both these guys were awesome here. They raised the bar from their previous two matches. Well, let's get into it. Axiom uh, takes it to the mat to start off with. He's he's definitely got the better submission game of the two. He's taking Fraser down with these headlock takedowns and wrist locks. Fraser then slips out and moonsaults over his head, starts to run the ropes, and as he goes for the leapfrog, Axiom just picks him out of midair by the ankles and applies like a uh, like a sort of Muda lock kind of submission yeah. here, which um, Fraser like flips out of and then both do the kip up uh fraser goes for his moonsault into the uh he does it like aj but with the uh the final cut version yeah but axiom slips out of that and now there's just a lot of the like greco roman knuckle lock fun they're having rolling around monkey flipping each other not letting go of the hands uh really fun to watch a lot of countering each other's counters landing on feet and then countering and then running the ropes and like so many mates ba- like yeah that. a lot of that like i think of you know smackdown versus raw cruiserweight moves list from one down to like eight they're all doing yeah. like all these things and it's crazy uh axiom just leaps up to the top rope but gets knocked off uh, and then Fraser goes for this Frankensteiner, but Axiom slips out and shoves him, causing him to do a kind of split-legged moonsault. Just, it looked so painful here. Yeah. And this took us to the commercial break as he's like like watching his quads there, his hamstring, uh, which could have easily been torn. Um, after the break, Axiom counters a Boston Crab into a cover. Uh, quite unique counter here as well. Uh, Fraser goes for a springboard, but as he's on the second rope going for this springboard, Axiom, like, mudslide power bombs him. No, it's like it. he, he, he slides under him and, like, German suplexes yeah. him. Yeah, like, a, yes. So exactly. it's like a sliding German. It makes me think of uh, Ishimori. He does this move right. usually into the corner, but it's also almost like a bushi in a way because the guy's in that position mm. on the ropes. This was awesome. It and the way he really slides good. right under him so was crazy. Slick. Uh, follows up with a high cross for a near fall, and then this fisherman suplex for a two. And now they're fighting on the floor, and Fraser hits a moonsault off the apron into the final cut on the floor. Crazy. Which looked nuts. Uh, referee starts to make the count, and Axiom gets in on nine. And as he gets in, Fraser just comes off the top with a double stomp. Uh, just like a huge cave in here. Yeah. Um, and then goes up the top for his Phoenix splash, which gets caught into a triangle and uh which axiom then counter like transitions into an arm bar but fraser gets the ropes uh fraser goes for a springboard and axiom catches him with this step up gammon geary and then a beautiful top rope moonsault to the floor from axiom yeah very uh i want to say like kenny omega-esque where kenny sometimes isn't even on the top rope, he launches himself and then just uses it to kick, like yeah, just leap off and immediately of, like, push off it. of it almost. Yeah, he hit this flying onto the ramp area, landing on Fraser. This was a high spot of the match for sure. Uh, Fraser then goes for uh, his trainer Seth Rollins' move, yeah. the superplex into the Falcon Arrow, but Axiom counters the Falcon Arrow into a sleeper. <sighs> this guy is so slick, man. This was an impressive feat, like. He just got superplexed and then is lifted into the Falcon Arrow and counters that into like the sleeper, the cocaine clutch, whatever you want to call it. Wow. Uh, so clean. Now they're just going into this crazy final stretch where they're just both delivering super kicks to each other. Axiom, and actually I thought this move was really cool because it actually does suit his kind of superhero gimmick. 
just like ran at him really fast with a fist to the face. Yeah. And not like a, a Superman punch, but just a straight punch in the nose, but running fast. Looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, there's then this V trigger to the jaw from Axiom, rolling pin attempts back and forth. And then Fraser finally catches him with the pin. Uh, so Fraser is the final entrant in this North yeah. American Championship I mean, match. I got to say, this was an amazing match. And uh, I would I would recommend go go watch this match if you did not watch this show. Uh, this was awesome. Definitely one of the best NXT matches in a long time. This is, I would say, a takeover-worthy level match here for from these two. And it's a shame that both aren't going to be on the pay-per-view. But Fraser advances to that. Yeah. Yeah. It was both of their like best performance by far. Yeah. Really great stuff. I... Highly recommend going to watch this. Uh, might be one of my favorite matches of the last week. Oh, I like this more than anything on the pay-per-view from Extreme Rules. Yeah. Uh, honestly, this was really good. I, I, I really enjoyed these guys, for sure. Uh, as I think Brandon or Sino's phone is going off, they're both asleep now on yeah. our couch. Do you want to go see whose phone yeah, is? You, uh, you I'll entertain the, to the, the masses here. Uh, yeah, our friends are over and they're sleeping on our couch. And uh, Turn that shit off. Is he listening to Metallica? What the fuck? It sounded like... His alarm is Metallica? I think it's to tell him to deliver stuff with UPS or whatever. His alarm is Metallica. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> we're live, pal. <laughs> we're live, pal. Anything can happen. Uh, yeah, honestly, go check that match out if you if you haven't. And uh, shout out to Axiom. Uh, I mean, Axiom, we, we watched a bunch of in NXT UK as mm. A-Kid. And, what? Uh, <laughs> he's the same guy. No! He's not even a kid. He's just Axiom. Uh, this was just so much, so much fun. And now I kind of want Frazier to win that match at Halloween Havoc. Mm. I think he should be the guy to climb the ladder. All right. Take it home. We see Ilya Dragunov in the parking lot and we're all <sighs> getting extremely worried oh. for the guy. He's new here, but like someone should have told Come him. Come on, dude. Definitely was making me nervous here. Booker might not have watched his show, but I think <laughs> you have, Ilya. Um, and... He's interviewed, asked if the headbutt to Bron was intentional. And he kind of says, like, it wasn't. But then in war, he says, love, war, and, like, things happen. When Grayson Waller interrupts wearing these goofy sunglasses, because he was blinded last week, remember? Yeah, my my uh, ninth grade English teacher wore these 24 hours, seven days a week. Oh, because yeah? she had vision issues and, like, she couldn't handle the sun or something. So it's like these protector glasses. Oh, like, like Edgar David. I don't know what that yeah, is, the but football player. Yeah, yeah, you got to wear them. Uh, we also, we praise Grayson Waller for his shirts. Got to say, rare L for Grayson Waller with this mess, mesh shirt with flowers on it. It just didn't hit quite as You, you know what? I didn't even notice which shows that it was an L. Because normally every yeah, week I, I'm, stand I'm sliding in his DMs going, yo, where'd you where'd get, you get that, that shirt? And he never replies. He never replies because he's a heel. The Joker's going to message you this week. I got this shirt. Yeah, at- <laughs> I'm good, dude. <laughs> Do you think I could pull off a mesh shirt? Please do not. <laughs> I think you could, but you shouldn't. I don't think I, I look like shit today. I can't pull off anything. Um, so Ilya makes a joke saying he's wearing his mother's sunglasses, uh, basically challenges him to a match tonight. And Waller gets all all scared and freaked out and is just nothing's going right for him. And he blames Mackenzie. Uh, always blame mckenzie when when in doubt uh, i like how Ilya was like dude i was going home and now you're talking shit nah you know I'll what have a match i'll get changed we'll wrestle and it's like that's that's such a good baby face thing like oh sorry i was leaving but you pissed me off let's go i'll get ready don't worry it's good yeah i like it we see valentina Ferois backstage with sanger yes and she asked sanger are you gonna be in my corner tonight for my my match 
And he says, I'll always be there for you. Uh. And when Indy Hartwell walks in, who, who has the match with her tonight, and says that, basically, you're, you're kind of new here and this is my jungle. Uh, so I'll see you out there. A bit and, of like baby face, baby face, but competitive. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll see you out there. So uh, Valentina Faraz lost her partner. So now she's singles action, but still hanging around saying it, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we have a video from Apollo Crews. Oh man, he's writing in his diary. <laughs> this is this is this got atop the lameness of the last one because this one he's just like in the parking lot under a lamppost. Yeah, he's not even at a nice night like, front or anything anymore. Writing things at night like a journalist, like oh, I got to get this story out. But he's no, he's just writing in his diary. He says one detail can change how you visualize everything. Dear Slim. <laughs> <laughs> And now it changes how you can see everything. I've waited two months for this day to come. Is that how long this has been? His feud with Waller? Two months? Wow. Uh, at Halloween Havoc, let's see what happens. And we start seeing these visions. He's having these visions of all these weapons. And Chucky. Whoa. Who, uh, we had the tie-in last year. Chucky Chucky Season 2 is on the USA Network right. right now. Cross so promotion. we're going to have some sort of Chucky match. Want to play? Uh, between Waller and Apollo. Um, and he says, Grayson, I'm going to force my perspective on you at Halloween Havoc. I leave you in the dark. So a lights out match, spin the wheel, make a wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spin a wheel, make a wheel. Chucky in the dark kind of Chucky thing. in the dark match. Yeah. What the f- All right. Yeah. More on the wheel later. We go to Valentina Faroyce versus Indy Hartwell. Valentina Faraz with one of the best entrances in wrestling. Her dancing. Her dancing, yeah. yeah. Um, we see Sanger sporting a, a nice blue suit. Very Was nice. he in the blue? Yeah, very nice. And Via comes out in a nice red suit. So the match starts and like right away, pretty much like Valentina barely hits like two arm drags, which were beautiful. Uh, Veer comes out and uh, Sanger looks at him, but the, they don't, the, the match, Indian yeah. Valentina don't see this. And Veer kind of whispers in Sanger's ear and saying is like huh and then just follows veer to the Goes back to slowly did he say into sheer no one's like, ever oh. gonna believe you yeah so veer's left sorry uh, sang is left with veer so remember when sang said hey i'll always be there for you well that was turned out to be a complete so, fucking lie nice guy sanger <laughs> not so nice don't trust the nice wow guys. this guy just walks out on you when he says he's gonna that's even worse than not even being there like when you just go, all right, Veer, just give me, give me a give me minute. Sec. It's the women's match. They're not going to go long. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm here for my girl. No, no. We got it. The party bus is leaving. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Got to go. Like, what was his excuse? What did he whisper what to What did him? he whisper? It's always like the end of Lost in Translation. What did he whisper to Scarlett Johansson in her ear? What did he say? We'll never know. Remember what happened to Marco. <laughs> That's what he whispered. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, we maybe, need memes. Like, what did Veer whisper to? What Sanger? did Veer whisper to Sanger here? Like, I can get us on the main roster spot. Like, yeah, let's go. So, uh, Indy applies an Argentine backbreaker, which Freud gets out of. There's then uh, a rolling armbreaker from Hartwell, um, and then uh, Indy has uh, sorry, Faraz. Faraz has Indy in the like an armbar triangle kind yeah. of thing. Faraz is really and technical. Indy manages to deadlift her right up and does this backdrop suplex, which looked really impressive from Indy here. Yeah. Uh, Freud goes for another armbar attempt and then a knee lift. And this is where she realizes that Sanger's gone. No. 
uh, but continues, hits the double knees to Indy, followed by the drop kick, and then Indy hits, like, almost like this kind of Cesaro Kodrabushi, like, from the apron suplex, suplex. into the ring, yeah. uh, and pins, uh, pins Valentina here. She was so shocked and heartbroken that her friend left that she was distracted and lost. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I really like Valentina, and I think Indy's been in a bit of a, a slump recently. Yeah. I wouldn't say this was an incredible match, but I think it was a move in the right direction for Indy being back on track or just putting on a good match. I think Valentina's really good. I didn't like... I. It should have been Feroz realizes Sang has gone and then, and then loses. No, sorry. Faraz lost. So for, yeah, but she she realized he went and then hit a few pretty cool moves yeah. and then lost. Okay, what Where, I'm saying is she should have noticed he wasn't there and then won the match. Okay, but like <laughs> without changing the, yeah, the booking, yeah, yeah. like if she's going to lose this, it didn't it didn't feel like Sanger leaving actually cost her the match, yeah. which it should have. Yeah. Whereas instead she, oh, he's gone and then hits like a Meteora, a drop kick, a knee to the face. Yeah. And then loses. I, could, I, I kind of felt it should have led directly to the finish. I could see Faraz going far because she's got some really cool moves. I mean, she's got a great look with the entrance and everything, like we said. But then, like, she's she's hitting, like, flying arm bars and mm. triangles. I'm like, yo, okay, girl. Like, let's go. Like She's got that, like, jujitsu. Sorry. I like, guess. we haven't had people in the women's division NXT do this kind of stuff in a while. So I'm kind of down for that. She's good with the, like, the facials as well. Yeah, she's, she's always, good. Uh, yeah. And now... The Sanga saga continues because what's happening with, with Indusheer and mm. Valentina? It's just all heartbreaking stuff. Maybe they'll go do yoga together now. What, Sanger and Veer? Yeah. Maybe. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We see Pretty Deadly on the on the perch. and <laughs> They're shirtless. They're topless. They're wearing... <laughs> one's wearing the, the beer hat, you know, where you've got the straws with the, the, the two beers. beer cans either side. The other with a huge cowboy hat. Yeah, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> they're making fun of Americans. They're saying, go sports. Uh, <laughs> congratulate Indy on her win. And they say they're here to watch the triple threat tag match. Uh, they call each other tasty snacks and go two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Pretty deadly. Go pretty deadly. And they turn around and they got 
PD on their backs. Yeah, and then they later, when the match is on, switch positions so that it says DP all night. Call out Davey Portman. Clearly shouting out Davey Portman. What else would it mean? Oh, I remember what DP means. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Idris Anofi and Malik Blade make the entrance, and I found it quite funny as they're coming out uh, pretty deadly. We're going, boo, red card, (laughs) send them off, send them off. They, 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 I always forget which one's which in Pretty Deadly. Elton is the blonde. Uh, who's the other one? Kit. Kit Wilson. Kit calls Elton Ellie. Ellie. <laughs> Ellie and Kitty. Ellie and Kitty. These guys are these guys are great. It seems as if they recently broke kayfabe with uh, one of them posting. Uh, uh, was it uh, uh, Kim? Uh, what's her name? Kim Kincaid. Kincaid, The posting photos. Uh, I think they're engaged or something. Uh, shout I think out. They're just in love. Oh, sorry. I thought it was the. Oh, my mistake. Don't take that. Don't take that for a grain of salt then. I just saw the picture and I saw all other wrestlers commenting on it like, like you're right. breaking kayfabe. What is going on? Uh, just great, great stuff. You love to see uh, love in wrestling in and outside of the ring, but these guys are hilarious. Yeah. We see Cora Jade backstage who says uh, she's asked about <laughs> she's picked her person for Roxanne Perez for the Pick Your Poison match. And uh, she says, well, I, I've got lots of people uh, to choose from and I've got to whittle it down I, I've got to decide who's going to be the best and says it must be really hard for Roxanne to pick someone as no one likes her and Mackenzie says her DMs are blowing up and says Roxanne is actually going to Smackdown on Friday to pick someone from there Whoa. and uh, Cora says well I have people I can call too uh, do you have Rhonda's number and Mackenzie goes no I, I don't so Cora storms off Mackenzie whispers to the camera Actually, I do. Oh, cheeky Mackenzie. Yeah. Uh, so Roxanne's going to SmackDown to pick someone for uh, for Cora Jade to fight next week. Mm. The Fiend. <laughs> He's going to be on SmackDown. Clearly, she would just pick him. Rambling Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Roxanne's picking someone from SmackDown, and Cora uh, will maybe we'll find out where she goes later. But yeah, Roxanne's going to be on SmackDown. So uh, who do you think she's picking? Yeah, I'm trying to remember who's on what. Who's uh, on SmackDown? SmackDown. Shotzi. I think last week we well, said you, Roxanne. It's going to be, be a, a baby face, right? Like you'd assume. So. Oh, true. Um, looking at who's the, a baby face? Raquel. Raquel, I could see. Yeah. Raquel Shotzi. Um, you got Raquel Shotzi. The whole thing is Aaliyah, Bfab, Charlotte, Lacey, Liv Morgan. Hell yeah, Bfab. Maxine Dupree, Naomi, Natalia, Raquel, Ronda, Sasha, Scarlett Boudreau. Shayna, Shotzi, Sonya, Zayali, Zelina. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I could see, I think Shotzi with Halloween Havoc yeah. coming up. That would, that would be, be good. Call. She could be the host again. The yeah. Host. Uh, and then, well, we'll get into Cora's pick, I guess, later. Later yeah. on. Sure. Um, that triple takes threat. us to our triple threat number one contenders match. It's Idris and Malik taking on the Dyad, taking on Briggs and Jensen. Uh, this is... NXT's version of a, a triple threat tag where it's three people in the ring at the same time rather than two in the ring and you can tag whoever. Yeah. You just tag your own partner, which I think makes way more sense. Doesn't AEW do it like this? They've done both. Yeah. They did it this way with the, I think it was the Bucks. Yeah, it was good. Kylo Riley, like Jungle, Jurassic Express. Yeah. yeah. This makes way more sense, yeah. I think. Uh, Briggs and Jensen do their slide through the ropes punch thing to, I think it was Idris. Uh, Drake, sorry, uh, James Drake. Jagger Reed. I, Jagger? I remembered James Jagger. Rick James Mick Jagger. Jagger Reed. Um, yeah, so Jagged so edge. Rip Fowler uh, has has one of the guys in like a backbreaker on the outside. 
and Drake, sorry, Jagger, yeah. jumps over the top rope to like assist the backbreaker. Does nothing. But just like <laughs> lands on his feet and is like, yeah, and I helped. I helped him. I helped do that move. That didn't look like you really helped. But, didn't right. do anything. Yeah. Uh, they then hug. They, they've taken the best friend spot. With they hug Gacy. Joe Gacy. Yeah, yeah. Worst part of this episode is you didn't get Joe Gacy's theme song, which is a slapper. It's been on my playlist all week. Yeah. Definite. Uh, this is where Idris does his tribute to Booker, and Booker's like, I don't like that kid. He wasn't even watching. Yeah. He's like, hey, these kids don't know what they're doing. Uh, who are they again? <laughs> uh, Briggs then throws Malik onto everyone on the outside. Uh, and then uh, it's Jensen follows up with a swanton. Yeah. I, uh, like assisted rope walk. Like Briggs is holding his hand, ro- walking the rope. Yeah. And then a swanton. Brooks Jensen shades of Ray Phoenix here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much a rope run like Ray Phoenix, but a rope walk. It's, it, hey, hey, you need stabilizers when you start riding this the was bike. Good. And eventually you'll take him off. Yo, right? Jensen doing a tope senton out to the, uh, on top of everyone. That was some good stuff. There's then a Tower of Doom spot with, with Jensen underneath. And then uh, Briggs on the outside actually hits this pretty cool move where he throws Malik onto the against the ropes, but on the outside of the ring. So Malik bounces off and then just clubs him with his clothesline to the chest. I thought it looked really good. Yeah. And Malik just like turned inside out here. Um, there's another clothesline to Idris in the ring, and then Briggs and Jensen do their atomic drop clothesline combo. There's a high cross from Blade. Big elbow drop from Anofi to Jensen, which looked pretty nice. And as he's going for the pin, Briggs shoves Blade on top of them to break it up. Now, all six men are in the ring. They're just all getting their shit in. Kicks and punches and drop kicks, flying clotheslines. Everything. Um, There's then a twisting plancher from Anofi to the floor, followed by a big conhilo from Blade to the outside, which looked very nice. This is where Gacy gets involved. And then as uh, the Dyad are going for Ticket to Mayhem, Grimes drags... Yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes shows Grimes up. comes out of nowhere hitting Gacy with the cave-in, which Ooh, looked great. Stomped him to like you, Mario. You couldn't yeah. see the way it was shot. You didn't see Grimes coming in and he just flies in with his cave-in. Yeah. He pulls Rip <laughs> Fowler out of the ring. Rip. And Fowler. this allows Anofi to counter... Uh, Jagger Reed into a pin and Idris and Malik are your number one contenders. Yeah. And you know why they won? Because he took off that damn sweater vest. He did. All he needed to do was take it off and be a real wrestler. Yeah. And he did here tonight. They hit some pretty impressive moves. There was like a double jumping, almost pay dirt or complete shot on on Briggs and one of the other guys. It looked sweet. There was uh, Blade hitting this like running uh he does almost like the miz clothesline but at the same time his legs went out through the ropes kicking the guy yeah. on the outside as well like there was some really cool fast paced stuff uh from all all three but i thought that they were definitely shining in this match and we've always said that rip and whatever reed like we liked the gyv guys before mm. they they're really established wrestlers like they're they're kind of above developmental i i would think at this point yeah and kind of watching these teams it's like yeah there's some good stuff in between yeah, I thought this was really chaotic and a yeah. bit of a clusterfuck, but in a good way. Sure. I, I think having the, the sort of triple threat style, it allows you to do these moments where everyone's in the ring at the same time because it's it's no DQ, essentially. So you can do all the fun, like, tornado stuff. Yeah. Uh, just keep... And, and I do think the WWE referees are normally pretty good at actually keeping on top of who's legal and what. Uh, no, I, I thought this was a pretty fun match between the uh, the six of them. And 
maybe a bit of a surprise. Uh, I kind of saw Briggs and Jensen taking this, especially after beating Gallus. It feels like they're on the on the ascent. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Idris and Malik, good for them. Yeah, uh, hey, they've been they've been stepping up. Literally, I, I'm happy he took the vest off. I can definitely see them more serious now without one of them trying to be a ki- one of them trying to be like a king and one of them trying to be Urkel. It was really weird yeah. that they were going for that. Uh, but now I, I can see. Oh, he still wear the vest. Like he wears out. a bl- he wore the black one. Uh, yeah, still- he wore him. He wore like a black version of it coming out and like all right, at least he took it off. Uh, this this was funny and I liked how Pretty Deadly were watching the whole thing and then kind of like oh these guys won like. Okay, like we'll beat those guys. Boo these guys with the with their their hats and their face paint. Yep. Gigi and JC are backstage. JC says that they should be the number one contenders for the women's tag titles, but Batgirl attacks them. <laughs> uh, but Toxic Attraction don't fear the flames. Gigi says we will walk through fire to get our revenge, wow. and she will send her back to her relatives in Middle Earth. And if they want to <laughs> surprise them again. Well, we'll have a surprise waiting for her. And boy, did they. Yeah. Um, they- See, like, Gigi knows. All right, what what, uh, what are some famous quotes about fire? Walk through fire? Okay, I can walk through fire, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can do that. All you need to do, look up the fire things. Fire quotes. I did like sending her back to Middle Earth. Middle Earth. I'm definitely getting that vibe from Alba Fire. Yeah. So, yeah. We go to my second favorite segment of the entire oh, show. Oh, yeah, what was this? Kiana James is in her office and she's on the phone. She's looking at some. There's blueprints. blueprints. She's in her office. So Kiana James is the business associate leader lady. That's her gimmick. She does business. Yeah, that's it. What do you do? Business. Business. We are very important business people. So she's got this office, but then she's got blueprints around. And if while she's on the phone, you can you can listen to what she's saying, but then you can see the blueprints and it's the blueprints for Chase University. Yeah, and she says, the land this is on is worth more than Dude, the Dude, we can't property. make this up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like we're lying. We're not. The land that Chase U is on is worth more than the property. The land is sour. <laughs> so she wants to acquire this, this property. And she says, I'm in the ring with one of the students tonight. And it makes the business even more pleasurable beating her. And then she turns to, to everyone's favorite secretary, Jean, and says, Jean... This is just the beginning. So isn't this isn't this the plot of that Baywatch episode we watched with Vader? With Vader and Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, yeah, they buy the. They have a match to to get the land for the like this the youth the youth home, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. The youth center. This is so bad. Being the youth center. This is so fucking funny and so bad that I absolutely. I'm down as long as I'm getting Keanu Keanu and Gene. Gene, yeah, they can do business all day. You're going to, yeah. I'd have a whole episode of business. I would watch this show. (laughs) You have my, you have my attention. You, 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 you had my, what is it? You had my attention. Now you have my interest for sure. Uh, Gene, is it? Gene. Gene. Yeah. 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 Big fan of Gene. Yeah. Good hire. I, that can't be her name. That's not her name. It's Gene. It's just Gene. It's Secretary Gene. Secretary Gene. Yeah. I like her even more now. actually. And it's. Businesswoman Keanu. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. So the storyline is this lady is going to basically buy the the property of Chase U and probably turn it into condos or yeah, a, I don't know what whatever else she what is she going to do with the land? Chase, this, uh, 
pay you. Maybe. Look, we joke about Johnny this show University. being like Degrassi and all these things. Like all these storylines on this show are just taking from like movies from like the nineties, two thousands. Like what's like a shitty plot in like a you know like a comedy from like the nineties, two thousands? Oh well, they're buying the property. The bad guys. Well, like the Goonies is another. Pl- well, we got to get the property back. And like it's just like they're taking such little things from all these. I will say though, like at the beginning of the show, we're talking. Yeah, that that Bray White thing was cool. Where does it go? This is easy, this is though. Easy. We can have a match for Chase U. I don't think they're going to give up the property that easy. I think it's going to be a tough Oh, no. Fight. Andre Chase won't go down without a fight. Exactly. Kiana James is going to have to find a business. We've, we've been saying that she obviously needs to pair up with Axiom because he's good with numbers. Mm. And she's good with running numbers. And she's Kiana was supposed to team up with uh, Ariana Grace. Ariana Grande. What's her name? Ariana Grace. Santino yeah. Morales. Yeah. And we didn't see her here tonight, so... No. But I, I like Jean. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, mean Jean. <laughs> we go to Alba Fire versus JC Jane. Uh, Alba keeps them going for the gory bomb right away. Uh, there's some kicks to the chest from Fire. JC comes back with a running neck breaker for a two. Uh, and then Alba hits this low-paced suicida, taking out both JC and Gigi, who keeps on getting involved. Gigi then go, gets on the apron to try to interfere, but uh, Alba Fire takes her out again and then connects with the gory bomb to JC Jane for the one, two, three. Uh, pretty, pretty quick match. I can't say I particularly got into this one. Yeah, uh, not too much that was popping off for this one. Alba Fire has definitely just been kind of chilling in this role for a while. Obviously, they're trying to heat up the match with Mandy Rose, but uh, I know that there was some. Some personal things with Mandy Rose. We weren't sure if we would see Mandy wasn't on this show. Uh, and then to kind of, I think the angle after is more so more important than the, than the match. Yeah. So after the match, uh, as Katie, uh, sorry, Alba Fires walking up the ramp and celebrating, she's attacked by someone in the crowd. Someone, someone in, in the crowd. Hoodie, yeah. And it's Sonia Deville. Whoa. And, uh, Toxic Attraction help her with the beatdown. And then there's a shield bomb. Uh, through the table on Alba Fire. Um, now, yeah, uh, Mandy Rose unfortunately lost her brother in the last right, week, it, yeah. so yeah. is is off. Um, I wonder if this is kind of there to... They, they announce a match next week, but I kind of feel if Mandy needs more time, sure. maybe they'll just be like, let's put Sonya here, and maybe she'll have the match at... Uh, Halloween Havoc or maybe that match won't go ahead sure because uh, obviously a situation like that Mandy's gonna you don't want her to rush back of course uh, of course and definitely I hope I hope she's uh, doing alright that's definitely a tough loss there but um, DeVille's never been in uh, like I mean hasn't been in NXT for quite a long mm. time and it kind of makes sense of the storyline with her and the history of Mandy and all that stuff so it's kind of like alright cool let's see where we can kind of turn this into something kind of cool I thought it was a, a smart Thing to kind of add to this yeah. uh, this thing. What did you call them earlier? A uh, toxic Deville. Toxic Deville. That's yeah. it. Uh, also, someone in the chat, uh, Nemesai, thank you, is reminding us that Ariana Grace is actually injured, so maybe that's why. Oh, okay. so Kiana yes. decided. Well, I can't do business with the what the prom queen. I got to do business by stealing Chase University's stealing land. Universities. <laughs> Take this land. I'm stealing it. Like if she did that, wouldn't she like? <laughs> well, like all those people that pay tuition. 
Like, does she buy that out? I don't know. Fucked up kids, bro. She, she's a businesswoman, <laughs> not me. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Alba Fire thing, I guess we're going to go to Alba versus DeVille. Maybe you have... That's next week. Yeah, so maybe you have Alba beat DeVille to kind of set up if they'd go that way. Or take Alba out. I'm not sure, but yeah. uh, cool. We see the schism leaving the arena, and they are mad. Jagger Reed punches the cameraman <laughs> right in the face, and the, the camera falls on the ground, and they kind of pick it up. And do this promo right into the camera. It's like the shield. Yeah, shield step. Right after the shield bomb as well. Yeah. Uh, and um, Joe Gacy's mad here. He says, Grimes, we tried so hard to bring you into our world, but you've had your final chance. And it's going to now be three on one next week. And we will fight you until every ounce of breath in your body, uh, until it's your last. So either find friends, which we know you don't have, or it will be three on one. Believe in the shield. Mm. <laughs> they dropped the camera. Yeah. Uh, I did actually, this was the most menacing they've ever looked. Fair uh, enough. I thought that yeah. it was actually kind of cool seeing them not be smiley, smiley, but a little pissed off. As they walked off, you saw the red hoodie person follow them. Yes. So the red hoodie is still following. Still thing. Yeah. Reveal it at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, sure. I think. Yeah, yeah, why not? We then see, uh, similar to the video package we had last week with Caden and Katana, uh, we had it this time with Nikita Stark, uh, sorry, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark, where they're both sat down kind of talking about why they're together and why they're friends. And most interestingly, we get a video from the PC from about a year and a half ago where Triple Eight, where Zoe is basically leading like a, a training session, like yeah. a warm up or something. Yeah. And Triple H is saying to uh, Nikita, look, you're new here. A year ago, Zoe was the one in your position and now she's leading this thing. So like basically pointing her, like she's a good one to look out for. And that could be you. And I think we were kind of complaining last week. Like, why are these two together? Yeah. Um, I guess they I were thought, just waiting to show this video or they just found this footage now. Yeah. But like, if there was a connection, I think they should have established that way earlier. I, I, I felt we said the same thing last week with Caden and Katana, where we were like, that video was great, but could have maybe done with it earlier. Yeah. I felt the same here. But at least now it's, I understand a bit more why these yeah. two are together. And it's kind of also, Nikita in this video is like, she's trying to get Lions a bit more out of her shell, who's a bit more like reserved. They're trying to do the like odd couple thing here too, like oh well, like you, I'm more reserved, and I'm, we're trying yeah. to get that fight out of you, and you're like more like a lion, and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't hate it because they actually showed that footage of them in Triple H, and I'm like, that's all you needed to do like a little while ago, but cool. I'm actually, I think the match could be pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. So uh, definitely Zoe. I'm being positive on it. Yeah, we see uh, Quincy, Quincy Elliot, Quincy Elliot hanging out with and security. Hank. The whole group With of the security. security guys. We got man bun security. We got the other. It's the same security. guys. I, I like this. I crew. love this crew. This is great. Uh, Quincy's fit here. I mean, he's wearing like a white. I don't know what these hats are called. Someone please l- where, let me know where I can get this hat. You put it over your head and connect it under your chin. It's a it's a look. So they've just been uh, standing watching the TV. Yeah. Watching this segment with uh, Zoe and Nikita. And they're like, wow, those two have chemistry. That's chemistry. And Hank thanks uh, Quincy last week for having his back with Zion Quinn and uh, says, you know, I've got yours. If ever you need help, like I got your back. And Quincy goes, well, thank you, Hanky. And uh, then leaves. And all the security are like, ooh, Hanky. Well, he, he slaps him. He slaps his bum. <laughs> and then 
all the ke- uh, security like now that's chemistry ah, um, true chemistry I, I love this I love that the security who you normally picture as your you know tough uh, mean yeah like like manly men truck driving are like best friends with the super diva Quincy yeah, I think it's I, like I think it's great fit yeah I think this is a great story the angle that they're they're mixing them together I also I love in uh, I love in like TV shows and stuff you know when you've got the um, basically the extras but they've been there forever and then one episode they finally have yeah, lines yeah uh, there was this guy in in EastEnders one of the soap operas who was just always at the bar and never really said anything. And then one episode, like, suddenly had a bit. And you're like, oh, I love they've do- done that with security. Because how long have we talked about jobber cops? Yeah. And now it's like, now they have they're actual characters. Yeah. Bless them. I think it's pretty cool. Bless all the jobber cops and security uh, people. But I, I like the fact that they're hanging out with Quincy and, like, everyone's, they're on the same side. Yeah. I like it. We go to Wesley versus Stax, Channing Lorenzo. Um, <laughs> I keep forgetting he's got a real name yeah. or, or real, you know what I mean, name. What is it? Channing? Channing Lorenzo. Channing Stax Lorenzo. Lorenzo. What a stupid name. Lorenzo. <laughs> Our friend Sino has a kid named Lorenzo. Yeah. Shout out Lorenzo. <laughs> Stax. He should name his kids. We're going to call his kid Stax. Stax. Now. Yeah. If I, I think if I ever become a wrestler, I'll call myself Snack. Stax-ino. That's Stax-ino? Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'd go by Snacks. Snacks? <laughs> Call me that. <laughs> Call my kid three dimes. Three dimes? Three dimes. 30. Yeah. Um, Stax is on top of Wes for a lot of the top of the match. <laughs> Applies like an Indian death lock to Wes here. Yeah. Uh, Wes starts to fight back with some forearms and then a really quick running uppercut in the corner. Um, but Wes seems to tweak his knee. Um, and then Stax gets Wes on his shoulders for like a, the, what is it, like the TKO, the swinging neck breaker. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A torture rack neck breaker. That's yeah, right. Pretty nice. For a two count. And then Wes goes up to the top and hits the spiral tap. Um, Vic, did he call the move or call Wes the cardiac kid? He called Wes the cardiac kid, which and I don't know if I've heard that before. Booker T is like, he didn't get all oh, of that. didn't get all of that. One, One two, two, three, three. Wes wins. <laughs> yeah, Booker didn't. Didn't like that finish. I actually, we haven't seen a great deal of stacks. He's mainly been in tag and stuff. Yeah. I actually thought he didn't look too bad here. I hey, thought he yeah. did some nice stuff. Yeah, I mean, this Wesley's was... Wesley's obviously great, but I, yeah. I was impressed with stacks here. This is a pretty quick match. It's just kind of heating up Wes, I guess, for next week with the little angle to come after this. But uh, yeah, Stax had some cool, impressive stuff, especially for being what I could think of a, probably the only singles match he's had, yeah. at least for a long time. So yeah, he had some cool stuff. It's unfortunate now that he's in this position because... It's like, where do we go with, you had three of you, one left, and well, now one's injured. I mean, I, it could be a, yeah, it could be a blessing, yeah, you know? Like, it could be. Um, Stacks. After the match, Trick Williams attacks Wes from behind. Uh, Oro Mensah runs out for the save, and then Wes hits this big conhilo, taking out Trick and Mello. Yeah. Uh, so Oro Mensah and Wesley and Hayes are all in the ladder match at That's right. Havoc. Uh, Sino, who hosts Shot in the Dark, which mm. you should listen to every week free on this feed where he covers all the other wrestling you may or may not watch. He reminded me while watching this tonight that Wesley used to have a partner, Lee and Carter. Mm-hmm. Oro Mensa's name used to be Carter in NXT UK. Oh, so Lee and true. Carter back together somehow, yeah. some way here. But yeah, Mensa, I forgot. And then when that guy goes, Nathan Fraser can be his partner. There you right? go. Yeah. Fraser and Lee? 
Or Ben Carter. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. There you go. Some, it's or Caden. Carter. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of Carters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so th- this ladder match is, has some like different kind of angles with different guys kind of mm. defending. I would say I, I, I know Oramens is pretty good from what we've seen briefly. I would say I know that it's it's kind of like hey just just throw this guy a bone get him kind of over instantly without he kind of skips the line a little mm. bit being in this match whereas after watching Axiom tonight with with uh, Ben Carter Nathan Fraser I probably would have still preferred him in the match there's way more heat behind I, him I after agree that. I think uh I think we've had Axiom on we, we had him as a kid last year do a do a few matches on NXT uh I feel he's he's been established a bit more on NXT and nothing against Oromensa, but he's just got here. Yeah. So I completely agree. I'd have put those two in the match yeah. over him or just make it six. Like, yeah, we've had so many. Why six not just add them? Yeah. It's kind of, why weird. are we doing five? The fab five as Booker T, I think called it. Yeah. Uh, Von Wagner. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Von Wagner. Yeah. yeah. Sonia Deville's being interviewed backstage and he, she says, Mandy and I have, may have had our differences in the past, but she's still my best friend. And Gigi and JC are her girls, so therefore they're my girls. And Alba Fire must have been playing with fire too much as she's burnt a few brain cells because going after the greatest women's champion in NXT history is ridiculous. So tell Alba Fire that next week I'll be standing in the ring waiting for her. Yeah. And then Gigi and JC are mean to Paul McKenzie. Nah. Yeah. I actually thought uh, immediately... Sonya just looked right with this group. Yeah. I, I thought it fits. It fits. And I'd be, I, I, I thought the feud, Sonya and Mandy's feud is probably the best thing both of them have done. Mm. But if you're trying to build the women's tag division, I'd totally put them back together on the main roster. I, Mandy and Sonya? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I think it's better for both of them. Pull um, them all up as four. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against that. Um, Cause yeah, I thought I thought Sonya her promo is really good. I thought she sounded excellent. I always liked. I, I wasn't too big on Sonya's wrestling, but I, I do think she's a good promo for yeah. sure. She she looks menacing too. She had to wear this beautiful. She always rocks rocks the black suit, black on black yeah. on black suits and ties and everything. She was wearing this getup while wearing that hoodie. Yeah, it must have been hot sitting there that whole time. The guy beside her in the crowd was like, "What? You were beside <laughs> me the whole time? <laughs> it was you." <laughs> I knew it when someone sat down mysteriously with a hood on hood, the whole match. Like right down. <laughs> and wasn't here the whole time. And security <laughs> let them sit there. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I thought they looked good together. Yeah, me too. And now it's the main event. Oh. Oh. We're at the hospital. And Ivy Nile wheels Roderick Strong to, to visit. It's visiting hours. He's in a neck brace. He's in a wheelchair. And he's there to see the Creeds. Oh, man. Roderick... Brandon's, uh, Brandon's having a nice okay. time. Okay. Uh, Roderick Strong. Uh, Roger- live, sorry. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a great visual. I mean, we mentioned matches that you should watch when you miss the show, but I mean, you should go out of your way to watch this. This felt like General Hospital. Uh-huh. This felt like Days of Our Lives. Welcome back, Roddy. Uh, so Roderick Strong is being wheeled by Ivy, and this visual is... Just so good. There's music underneath. There's music. Sad music. He's looking. He's like, not only is he like very hurt, but he looks like, because he knows he's been an idiot over the weeks. And he's like, hey, 
What's up, big brute? Uh, and Brutus is there. And Brutus just says, Damon is going to be put in the hospital. And Roddy's like, huh, I'm sure they'll find some space in this place. And Roddy's like, hey, guys, I just want to apologize. I'm the one that brought Damon in. I'm the one who asked you to trust me. And the Creed's like, hey, Roddy, don't worry about it. And a few weeks ago, you know, I would have been right there fighting by your side. But I can't do that. But you can do one thing for me. Win. Because it's Diamond Mine forever. Forever. And they all put their hands in. It was so beautiful. Um, This was so funny. I don't think it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Watch this. This was wonderful. You know how people are like, oh, wrestling, you know, it's like soap opera for men. Yes, this. This is soap opera for men right here. It looked, (laughs) Ivy, Ivy wheeling Roddy in. Guess who's back? It looked like Ivy, like, is wheeling in her her granddad to see the grandchildren here. You know, like. It's, it's so funny. I mean, okay. First of all. I keep saying it's a work. Roddy's working him. Mm. He's not actually injured. He's lying and he's going to turn on them at the pay-per-view. That could still happen. I still never say never in wrestling because he's acting as if he's so hurt. Oh, I don't know if I'll ever. We never saw the attack, yeah, did we? We just saw him we laying We just saw there. him laying down. Yeah. So I just, this is so funny. He's Roddy, bless him. You've heard us talk over the years. He's one of our all-time favorites. But when it comes to like, like on-screen talking promos and angles, not usually his strong suit. No pun intended, strong. But in the ring, one of the all-time best. I think ring yeah. in the ring, bell to bell, amazing. But he's so, like, you know you all have that friend who doesn't know he's funny? But, man, he's really hilarious. And everyone gets a kick when he's around. Because yeah. he just he doesn't know. He's, he just gives that vibe. Roddy is that guy. He's just so funny. But he's not trying to be. So that's like, you can't bottle that. There's something there that just, ah, uh, I just love it. It's, How you doing, big brute? It's Oh, I'm doing fine. It's like... You know the enjoyment you get from watching The Room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no one in that film is trying to be bad, but it's just... And and you know what? The the Creed brothers have been good in on-screen angles and acting and promos and stuff like that. This was definitely a step back for them. The way it was shot didn't help. And the music underneath didn't help. Yeah, they're they're good. And just the visual of... You you see the neck... The neck brace is a heel thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's Batista in the wheelchair. It's... It's like, I'm thinking Johnny Ace in a neck brace. Um, who's the guy, the ECW guy? Um, yeah, yeah. Gertner. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a heel thing to do. Yeah. So to have your baby face in it, it's just, it makes you look like a, yeah, a geek. I, which I, I, I totally think Roddy could turn on them. Turn on them. Yeah. Uh, and has been with Damon the whole time. Wow. Um, but if not, this, I mean, this was so funny. This was like, watch this, yeah, guys. daytime drama. If you just listen to us and don't watch so, watch this. So watch good. the Axiom match. Like, that's it. And Ivy's just there like, oh, poor Roddy. They're all smiling. Look who it is. Man, I, I definitely, we're definitely rewatching this later because uh, we, this was a, a promo for the ages. And we're, 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 you know, we're joshing them here, but these guys are great. We have been in uh, the Diamond Mines corner. I, I still think these guys will be a big deal in the not just NXT but WWE for sure and just don't why would you have music underneath I like sad music that they're they're in a hospital it's literally you're going for this like CW drama like what also the line oh there's plenty of space here 
I swear, like, all hospitals are always like, we need more beds. We don't have enough beds. Not at, not at this hospital in Florida, yeah. where I would have thought a Florida hospital would be pretty full. I feel He's like, like, nah, there's loads of beds here. There's plenty of space. I mean, this is, it's because we're allowed to say hospital now. So they're just saying it and being in a hospital. Wait, we're allowed to say hospital? We're going to film at a hospital, yeah. which they're probably not even in a hospital. No. But, like, just so funny. And, and again, the Creed brothers are actually improving in they're already amazing in the ring but they're already like improving their promos but this was definitely like a stagger for them here because it didn't do them any justice because it's a it's set up like a soap opera angle so it's just so unintentionally funny that i would definitely go and check out they've put an edited version on their twitter it like a minute long Mm -hmm. thing or two minute long but they've even made it more dramatic because it's zoomed in on their faces so (laughs) it's even more like cutting like dramatic Uh. like faces from roddy in the neck brace and Oh man! Ridiculous. If you're looking for a, a quick, fast Halloween costume, neck brace Roddy is uh, up there Roddy. for you for sure. Anyone out there? But highlight of—I mean, I really loved that match earlier, but this had to be the highlight of the yeah. show. As soon as we were like mid conversation, and NXT came back from break, and we just see—we all looked, turned it, and looked at the screen, and then Ivy just rolling him out, and we went, "Okay, sit down, strap in, let's go." <laughs> Did not disappoint. What up, big brute? What up, big brute? How you doing? And his face like, hmm. Oh, I don't oh, know, God, Roddy. Roddy. I don't like seeing you this way. Oh, man. We go to Thea Hale versus Kiana James. Uh, the, sorry, the Twitch chat saying we need to give Roddy an Oscar for okay. that uh, thing. I think they're right. Yeah. Um, Mr. Stone interrupts immediately, gets in the ring, and says he should be celebrating Von Wagner going to Halloween Havoc. But the world is laughing at me because of you, Thea Hale. You had the audacity to slam me. And now I'm going to ruin your night. And he charges at Thea, who backdrops him. She beats him up and kicks him out the ring, but turns and Kiana hits him, her, uh, hits Hale with this kind of reverse sling blade and gets Whoa. the win. Yeah, uh, pretty nothing match, but just the angle of Robert Stone getting slammed again as the crowd chanted. But really, it was a back body drop, but... Uh, yeah, he just keeps getting beat. beat. It's funny because he's a man getting beat up by a woman. You see, mm. that's that's the, the magic it's, of it. I they're doing the, they're keeping Thea as this character, but they yeah. haven't really given her a, a match yet. Yeah, I think we've had her in a a mixed where she didn't really do much, yeah. but she'll do like a spot, like the slam on Stone and this backdrop here. But it, it's just interesting use of her. They're keeping her. Obviously, she's like the youngest person they've got in this yeah, whole company. Yeah, yeah. And they obviously see something in her and want to use her as a character and want her her youthfulness to be part of that character. But no, she's probably not ready to actually sure. wrestle a match yet. And I, I think they've worked it quite a, a smart way yeah. of doing that. I, w- I, I'm jo- I, I was joking, but I'm like, I guess Robert Stone has always been in these kind of things. Like thinking back, he's always getting beat up by yeah, Shotzi. Like the, the list goes all the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, his, that's his job. So, I mean, yeah. Cool. Didn't Rhea beat him up? Rhea everyone, threw him in a dumpster. Everyone beats him yeah. up. He, he's fine with it. Uh, Kiana James, though. She didn't come out with her secretary, Jean. Mm. So that was a shame. Uh, she, she's, she's at the office. She's getting busy. the calls. No, Kiana's busy right now. She's wrestling. She was dr- making the, completing the deal about Chase U. Yeah. That was her plan. Get them distracted. So, yep. Yeah. Tony D'Angelo shows up Whoa. Uh, to see Stax. Um, and he's mad that Stax lost to Wesley. He says, you said it yourself that actions have consequences. And, and Stax is confused. He's like, you're mad against, uh, what, uh, you're going to put me in another match against Wesley? What's going on? And he goes, no, 
Remember that time in eighth grade when you built, beat up Ralphie and... Uh, yeah, they lost like, me here too. <laughs> stats like, yeah, that kid had it coming. No one disrespects me like that. And he goes, well, next week you're going to have a match against someone. It's Tony's setting up. He's he's giving like tough love to Stax, and uh, so he's he's picked him a, a, an opponent. Yeah. Um, I get the sense we're getting maybe a debut of some big guy or something like that is okay. what I'm imagining, or maybe someone new to join Hank Tony. Um, but yeah, Tony set up a match for Stax next week. Yeah, it uh, wasn't needed. I, I think we can kind of maybe chill. I know you were maybe we're trying to give Stax something to do. Tony D is here with the injury with his leg. But uh, maybe just to, don't do mystery opponent if it's not something. Yeah, I know this is developmental. We're not saying you know big names are coming out mm-hmm. like Matt Taven's going to come out or something. But like maybe just go. You know what? You're going to face Sanga next week, or you're going to face this next week. But instead, it's like now we're just going to be instantly like, are you going to debut someone? Is that what you're thinking? Add to the stable of Italians. I feel like it could be a new. New person, yeah, maybe a, a big guy, I guess, because yeah. uh, Tony could do with like a a muscle, a big, yeah, a heater sort of, yeah, person. True. Um, yeah, I wonder who it is. Someone in the Twitch chat pointed when we were going off on Booker T, like put Tony D on commentary, maybe. Yeah. Like instead, like this is developmental. Why does like we've said before, like it's as much developmental for your like announcers and stuff yeah. as it is, and I like that they've done that with like in AEW when you've had like Ricky Starks or whoever, I'm not saying Ricky Starks is a great commentator, but to give someone some presence sure, on the show and sure. get some reps under them, I'd take someone like a Tony D trying yeah. out over Booker. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, um, backstage Von Wagner tells Mr. Stone to calm down and cut the bullshit. He says, I need you to stop. I need you to make sure no one stops me from grabbing that championship at Halloween Havoc. Mr. Stone apologizes and says, Sometimes old habits creep up, but I won't stop you from being champion. Damn. Cut the bullshit. He's like, yeah, sometimes I'm a loser. I, I forget. I like Von Wagner when he's swearing and yeah. being a complete badass. He's the one that gets the shit like most weeks, he's, isn't he? He, he? You could say Von Wagner brings the shit yeah. every week. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, he's just just put him on the main roster. He's yeah. already doing the main <laughs> main event. Future WWE world champion Von Wagner. So Cameron Grimes says it felt so good to cost the dyad their opportunity tonight and says there's no one in NXT he trusts, but there are people in WWE he trusts. So It's all mystery opponents. Teasing we're going to have a mystery tag come to partner him. Yeah, who's going to team with Grimes? I can think of good guy tag teams, the New Day. New Uh, Day. I don't even know who else else Uh, is going on right now. That's all I the, can think of. Yeah. Brawling Brutes. Uh, yeah, we've kind of just seen them. Like, yeah. The Viking Raiders? Viking Raiders. Are they... Are they they're chilling. They're heels oh, they right have now, like promos going on for them now. I don't know. If um, yeah, I don't know. Who else is there? I don't know. It's all mystery people. Was this for the pay-per-view then? No, this is next week. So next week we're getting two p- opponents we don't know yet. Another opponent for Stacks we don't know yet. And two people joining Yeah, it's cool. Mystery. Mystery week. Yeah. Mystery Tuesday. Next week. Exactly. Wow. Um, maximum, Who's that Pokemon? Maximum male models. Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't think he would trust them. They're bad yeah, guys. Yeah, I... Oh, mm, maybe Hit I Row? Know. Hit Row? Uh, I don't know. Legato? Maybe. 
That doesn't make Legato sense. Legato just. Oh, then. we didn't even talk about that. Poor one out. I mean, we knew that was going to happen, but Legato showing up on SmackDown was, was With awesome. Zelina. With Zelina. Yeah. Poor one out for Electra Lopez, I yeah. guess, apparently. Damn. Uh, but. That's that's do, fantastic. Do, does does SmackDown not know that Electra Lopez raises business brought up eighteen percent? Eighteen percent will go up on Fox yeah. if they had her, but instead they got Zelina. I know. Uh, I, I I know. Kind of side note here, but Legato on SmackDown is something that is super hype, and I can't wait for people to. But I I know they'll get over. Yeah, it. all three of those guys have earned their stripes through NXT and before that, but now as a unit with Zelina, I think. That could really get over. I'm really hyped about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what other tag teams could could help. Obviously, we think the Hardy Boys just because it's Grimes, but I don't think that's the, the team coming down for Grimes. No. <laughs> yeah. And we go backstage to Cora Jade, who says that she spoke to Rhea Ripley, who wants her to show up on Raw on Monday. Mm. So I think we're getting, yeah, Cora will show up on Raw this week to pick her opponent, uh, to pick um, Roxanne's opponent, and Roxanne's going to, Show up on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the the possible SmackDown people for uh, for Cora, who could yeah. be the possible Raw people. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see Io Shirai versus Roxanne Perez, but I don't know necessarily if that will be the pick. But you've got Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Carmella, Ooh. Dakota Kai, Dana Brooke, Dewdrop, Io Sky, Nikki Ash. Uh, Rhea Ripley to Mina. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. It could be Rhea actually. I like. I called Tamina last week just to have a big, big person. Maybe Ro- maybe and- Cora's bluffing. She she joked about Roxanne not having any connections, and now she's like, oh no, I literally don't. So she'll be like begging someone, and then it'll be like, oh, uh, Tamina, or no, Natalia, Natalia again. Cora's tricking her. She's saying, yeah, I'm going to Raw, but then Natalia will attack Roxanne and mm. be like, because oh, remember the history with Cora and. Think the future looks bleak. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> just book Natalia every week. Every yeah. Day. Just do that. She's a draw. Exactly. Yeah. The boat. Yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna say Tamina. Match wise, I wanna see EO versus Roxanne. Yeah, well uh Dakota could be cool. Oh as yeah, well. any of those. Yeah. yeah, damage control is awesome. We go to our main event. It's Ilya Dragonoff taking on Grayson Waller. Uh Ilya hits this nice spinning back fist, followed by a senton. Uh, Waller comes back with a cheap shot to the throat, followed by his big leg lariat. Uh, he then does the Booker T hand gesture whilst looking at Booker, then tells him to suck it. Uh. And I feel you can tell when Booker is like genuinely pissed off by yeah. something and he did not look happy. He did not yet. like that. Um, there's then some dirty chops from Dragonoff, uh, followed by this jumping Gammon Geary. Uh, Waller then punches Dragonoff in the eye. So he's still keeping with that eye stuff. How can Waller see without wearing his goggles? He, his, his eyes were fine now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then does this cartwheel kick to the back of the head. Uh, Waller then hits his second rope elbow drop, the like ball through the legs thing, which, yeah. which Booker was like, I like that. <laughs> he nice. likes that. Um, Waller's then d- d- like delivering these elbows to the back of the head, goes for a sleeper, but Dragonoff throws him off. Uh, and then Waller strings... Uh, Dragonoff up on the top rope goes the outside and is setting up for his running somersault stunner that's right the move you have to go outside the ring to hit yeah when the lights start to flicker and the, the wheel starts to spin that's right the the Halloween Havoc wheel is there but it starts to spin on its own yeah 
It's a so, ghost. So then uh, this kind of distracts him and he runs for his stunner. But Dragunov catches him with a with two Germans. This looked great, actually, yeah, great, the, the great catch spot. here. Two Germans and then does his like sort of pump handle German Crazy. suplex followed by the torpedo Moscow for the win. Yeah, uh, you could tell Ilya was just murdering him. And then when Waller had stuff, it, did, it looked really weak because you just had this guy like chopping him sentons and all this stuff. But uh, I did really like that ending sequence where he slides in the ring, does the roll, and then props himself up in the air. But instead, German suit. Yeah, it, it was just really so nice. good. The timing was great. It's just unfortunate that we got such classic WWE shit ahead of that with, what? The wheel? The lights? What's going on? I thought you could have at least had the wheel land on what their match is going to be. Yeah, true. You know, it would it would distract more. It would be it like, oh, I, I'm going to be in a coal miner's glass ah, match. Ah, sounds oh, sick, I'm huh? in a match. Yeah. Not so sick now. <laughs> yeah, I felt you could have like, I guess this is saying they're going to have a yeah. spin the wheel, make the deal match. You didn't even have the reveal of Apollo like, ah, it was me. No, it's just ghosts. It's ghosts. It's Apollo's yeah. visions. It's just really weird. Really, really hokey just to be hokey and not, not in a kind of good way, I thought, but... Uh, it had some cool stuff yeah. in the match. Shout out Waller for for hanging with Ilya. Ilya but... Ilya's stuff looked great. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Did, I actually I didn't mind uh, Waller's elbows to the back. I know we like we always gave Cross shit because yeah. his his look weak. I actually didn't think they looked too bad, and uh, I do think he does some nice stuff. Dragonoff's in a different league. Uh, yeah, I mean Ilya but... uh, Ilya coming to NXT is not definitely all the dream matches we wish we could see him have. Waller would not be uh, high on that list, but we got to see it here anyways. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but it definitely uh, it wasn't the match of the night. And to end the show, Bron Breaker comes out and just spears Dragonoff out of his skin. Uh, clearly pissed by that headbutt. Damn, earlier. and then rips his shirt open and goes, I'm the fucking man, I'm the essentially. man, Bron. Uh, and then we get the classic... The one good thing from Booker tonight, after this huge spear, Chucky Ducky Quack Quack deserved it. It des- Booker, you nailed your one line, and you nailed it because that spear was great as NXT Terrible. went off the air with Braun standing strong. That was a great spear. Uh, this uh, classic, classic uh, broken record of us, but mixed bag of NXT when you get an awesome, some awesome wrestling, and I mean that. Axiom Nathan Frazier match was outstanding. Would definitely recommend go checking that out. There was some other good wrestling, but there was also just a lot of stuff that I could not care about, like some of the extra matches. Why do we have so many matches when some of them go 30 seconds? Some of them go two minutes. Like, can we not just trim the fat here and make mm. things actually like qual- what is it? Quality over quantity can definitely help this show. I agree. This is also developmental, so they want to get. Give these people like, the reps. TV time, like, the reps. What does anyone stuff. gain from... What does a Thea Hale g- gain from backdropping Robert Stone and then turning around and getting pinned? That doesn't. She doesn't learn how to wrestle doing that. Mm. So it's just... There's, a, there's still so much stuff. Uh, I know we love the Diamond Mind, but definitely got to give it to him for making us chuckle with that General Hospital shit. I mean, Roddy in the neck brace speaks for itself. I now want to see the turn because it's even funnier. It's even making it like I was acting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would be funny if he goes, I fooled you. Did, how, how would you believe it that I was acting this way? It's like, oh, yeah, you, you I'm saw. I'm a terrible actor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good I'm actor. I'm a terrible actor. How did you guy. buy that? How stupid How did you, you buy that, Diamond yeah. Mind? What the fuck? I think Ivy leaves with him. Oh, yeah? I think she goes think with Damon Kemp. fucking? Kayfabe-wise? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, okay. I think she's just helping Diamond. Doesn't that make it juicier? Yeah, of course. But, like, I think Creed's will be on their own without oh, okay. Diamond Minds. Maybe. Um. I I definitely prefer this to last week's show. I thought last week's was pretty weak. I I 
really like that. That Fraser Axiom match is one of the the best NXT matches we've had for quite a while, yeah. I thought. Um, and I actually really enjoyed the triple threat tag. I thought that was pretty fun. And uh, yeah, the, the Diamond Mine stuff was uh, was great. Pretty and and, and the Sonya thing. I was into Sonya coming out as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as you said, mixed bag. But I thought this was uh, stronger than we've had for the last few weeks. Uh, and then they have announced that uh, Waller versus Apollo will happen at Halloween yes. Havoc as well. So I'm wondering if that will be some sort of spin the wheel match, but they have it, they've just announced it as a singles match. So we got Roxanne versus Cora in a weapons wild. We got Mandy Alba possibly in the singles match and uh, Julius versus Damon in an ambulance match. And then the ladder match and then the triple threat. So it's looking like a, a well-shaped card. Definitely the main event still has uh, my attention there. Cause that should be pretty sweet, but yeah, uh, some, some okay stuff here on NXT really got into some of that wrestling Axiom and Nathan Frazier. I think Frazier should win that ladder match. Uh, that'll be pretty awesome. Uh, so yeah, that was NXT. That was next. That was next. <laughs> That's, That's our show. other show. That's a different yeah. show. Patreon. Show. Um, yeah. Uh, as we said at the beginning, come and join us tomorrow night. Sneaky D's from 11 PM. After Dynamite, uh, it's just a, a very easy streetcar up Bathurst from the venue. Uh, come join us there. It's going to be a blast. Uh, get your tickets for the uh, New Jersey show if you're in the area. Uh, they go on sale uh, probably now as you're listening to this. You can get that. And go support us, patreon.com slash up next. Yeah, hey, uh, we do this podcast every Tuesday night chatting about NXT. We usually go live every Wednesday. However, tomorrow night for BD Elite, we won't be doing it live because we're going to be at Dynamite. We're also going to Rampage. So we'll record something on the Thursday chatting about Dynamite. And then next week, is it a Super Tuesday of Dynamite and NXT? Is that next week or the week? It's next week? Is it next week? Right, okay. I think it's next week. Therefore, I'm calling it now. We'll probably just do a combined show and chat about a little bit about both. So yeah. how about we go and do a show on Wednesday yeah. during the day sometime, somehow. So look for Up Next slash BD Elite next week, covering both Up Next and some Dynamite. Uh, so look for that. We will be chatting about it. And then Halloween Havoc. I will be going live with Andrew Thompson, post-wrestling, the legend. Uh, we can't wait to chat about some Halloween Havoc. On, uh, on We'll be going live and recording that on that Saturday. So... All the other podcasts, go check us out, guys. Five bucks is all it takes, and you get access to almost 500 podcasts, spooky movie reviews, wrestling pay-per-view retro reviews, retro NXT reviews. Everything is on there. It all goes into your RSS feed. There's a link to get into your podcast app. It's so easy, and it's only five bucks, and you get a month's worth of content, and you get access to everything we've ever done. So go check us out and support your boys. And if you are coming out to hang out, we can't wait to see you post-wrestling over everything. Can't wait. Newark, baby. The best way to find where we are is by joining the Up Next Facebook group. If you're in the Toronto area, if you want to hang out over the next couple of days. DMs open. Join the Up Next group on Facebook and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, that's right. Uh, At Up Next Podcast and myself, Brady, uh, the Brady, the Brady, Twitter, Instagram, I should say. I am... David Portman at da- at Davey Portman, I should say. Davey Portman at Oh, sucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We absolutely love you. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Oh, boy.
Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com.